My brand new book, Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth, is now available. So much more than a book, this is a guide that allows me to hold your hand through your birth preparation journey. With over a decade of experience and knowledge packed in to ensure you really are empowered in the way you deserve to achieve a positive birth, regardless of the twists and turns that crop up. Make sure that you get your hands on Midwife Pip's Guide to a Positive Birth Book now and are empowered to have the birth experience that you deserve. Welcome to the Midwife Pip Podcast Bite Size, the home of all things pregnancy, birth and motherhood. This week, I'm sharing with you some golden moments and nuggets of information that will change your pregnancy, birth or postpartum journey for the better. You'll find the full episodes linked in the description. But for now, wherever you are, let's dive into some short but transformative chats. Today's clip is from episode 33 with Chessie King, chatting about loving your growing, changing body. In this clip, we share our own experiences, learning and watching our bodies change as we grew our own babies and how Chessie navigated a curveball in her birth plans. Um, I would always be called the mom of the group and my friends would kind of be embarrassed because I, I would tower over them. I think I was like five foot 11 by the time I was, I'd say 14, 15, which when all my friends were like nipple height, <laughs> which would be handy if I was breastfeeding them. Um, yeah, it's, it was, it was, I was always aware of it, but it took me probably up until I'd say from 14 years old to about 22, 23 to really just become best friends with my body. Um, and really appreciate everything that it can do everything that it has done for me in my life and that in turn helps me celebrate other women's bodies and now as we both know in the stage of pregnancy that we're at um, I think we're 10 weeks apart so you're 20 weeks I'm 30 weeks at the moment yeah yeah that sounds right. yeah. so lovely because I one of my friends um is 10 weeks ahead of me and it was so nice having that like I, I don't know someone to look kind of look up to and go oh you're at that stage like it feels like it's so far away but it, it gives you that insight doesn't it that excitement of yeah. like oh my goodness <laughs> and oh my goodness it flies by as well I feel like so far my second trimester so I'm like halfway through the second trimester now it's just flown by I don't know about you if you found it's gone really quickly I wish I could say it has Pip like as you know I don't know if I wish I could say because everyone like all friends and family that we haven't been able to see because of obviously what's going on um it's funny because they've all said oh my god that's gone so quick it's whizzed by but my experience has been a little bit different to it whizzing by um <laughs> I'm I'm still kidnapped by um hyperemesis some days um and it's just it's just a very different experience to what I thought it would be but I've kind of had to just surrender and let go of any preconceptions that I had or any ideas of how my pregnancy should have been because I feel like especially as 
um, I wanted to be a mum even when I was like four and my sister was handed to me and my parents were like, right, she's yours. You've got to look after her. <laughs> and honestly, people would be like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I was like, a mummy. And they were like, uh, for work? I was like, yeah, a mummy. <laughs> you love it. Um, you're literally so living like, your childhood I, dream now. That's it, I know. <laughs> and I think I kind of had that idea in my head of what my pregnancy would have looked like and what my birth would have looked like. But honestly, these 30 weeks have taught me resilience. They, they've taught me um, just surrendering, letting go of anything. Um, yeah, like instead of thinking, oh, I've lost days to sickness thinking but I've gained this whole level of appreciation for my body another new level that I thought was unobtainable because I thought I was already there at like full capacity of um, appreciating my body and just celebrating the little girl that I'm creating and being like we're doing I'm doing it for you like this is amazing I get to meet you at the end of it all it's not I'm sick and I get nothing from it like it yeah so it's been phenomenal I'm so lucky to be on this well just experiencing it all oh I love that and you have been really honest haven't you about your troubles with hyperemesis which I mean I had sort of morning sickness between weeks five and eleven that seemed awful to me it was like every 20 minutes and constantly vomiting or gagging or or feeling nauseous but for you to have had it for like 30 weeks and Probably it's going to continue now. It's unlikely oh, to wake thank up and go. Sorry, sorry. I've just broken that like awful. That's been my turn. I'm not friendly. <laughs> um, but how have you coped with that? Because I know this is something that lots of women do struggle with, but quite often, especially on sort of social media, we portray this image of pregnancy being this big glow. And actually, quite frankly, sometimes there are bits that are kind of pants and they're, they're really tough. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, that you're, I think, obviously not as a midwife or not as a medical um, person, but with the understanding that I had pre-pregnancy from doing a doula course and from just being so uh, fascinated by pregnancy before, um, I think I have seen it in a, maybe just a different way of appreciating how pregnancy can be so um goodness me like you you can never plan it can you it's, it's so unpredictable pregnancy and for someone that from an outside point of view like my friends and family have gone oh, I'm so sorry you've had the worst pregnancy and I'm like no 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 this is not this is not like I have obviously nothing con to compare it to but also it's not been the worst I haven't I don't look at my pregnancy and go oh I've been really sick I just think wow like how how resilient is this body and how incredible that she's still she's still she's she it's like a secret language when I'm feeling sick or I've just been sick and I get back into bed she kicks and she's like I'm okay mum I'm good I'm still here like and that for me is like oh my god we've spent every single day of our lives of her life together like every single day that she's been in my tummy um yeah I, I'm just I think it's flipping it and obviously when I'm being sick and it's the 20th time of the day and I haven't been able to even keep down a like a sip of water there is obviously a massive part of me that is like 
oh, I really kind of wish this would stop now. Um, and it's funny, every time I am sick, I look at Matt and I call it the slip and slide mouth. Like, you know, everyone gets that symptom before they're sick. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is like a water park. Like my oh. mouth just starts going all like <laughs> juicy and gross. Um, and then I look at Matt and he's like, oh no. I, like he knows the look. Come and in. then I'm... <laughs> straight to the bath and I have not I think maybe one time I've been sick over the toilet but I can't even think about being sick over the toilet because it makes it feel worse in the bath yeah but I honestly think to anyone that is suffering with HG or um anything to be honest it's not just the sickness it's anything that um maybe you didn't uh, I don't know you can't obviously plan anything but anything that you're going through like chronic back pain and um pelvic floor pain and all of these things that you kind of hear about and you're going oh I probably won't get that <laughs> like if you're listening and going oh it just feels like my whole body's being taken over and it doesn't feel like mine I think for me the most valuable thing has been just stripping it back down to when it feels like that and it's really overwhelming and I'm like oh I just wish that I could stop being sick it's it's really like just kind of connecting from head to toe and being like right what changes are going on in my brain what changes are going on in my heart like obviously we know we we all know the foundations of knowledge we don't need to go into the depths of like the medical science behind it all and like doing all this you know at the end of yoga when you almost um you scan your body from head to toe yeah and and in I love like connecting with every organ and every bit of my body and going wow like you are doing the most phenomenal job like thank you like keep going keep creating this human and that for me has really helped me bring it back to okay right yes it might be it might be the 20th time you're being sick but the basics of it and the the foundations of it is I'm still making this human and that I just, it blows my mind. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this bite-sized clip and why not go ahead and share it with others. If you want more, go back and listen to the full episode linked in the description. Before you go, please can you do one more thing? Make sure you've hit that subscribe button as it helps me and the podcast reach out to and support even more women with crucial expert and reliable information through the podcast. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.